They say winning ain't everything. Well, we don't have them tight conversations over here, man. Had that conversation with the losers. We trying to win at everything we do. Even in the loss, we don't see defeat. We see a lesson learned. Straight up. Look, I came into this world in 1978. The doc looked me in my face and knew I was something great. 45, 42 Prescott, that's where I'm from. Grew up in the slums around dope dealers and bums. As humble as I was, I adapted to my habitat. In my own lane, no. Far from where they crashing at. Dumb bar graduate. The game out of mastered it. Served in the Navy, look. Y'all don't know the half of it. Pops passing no one. Mom's passed last year. I know they up in heaven smiling down, crying mad tears. Cause they son making it. No telling why I'm taking it. My city been cursed, but I feel that I'm breaking it. Coach that went high in 15 in one state. Seen the fork in the road and went straight. I know what I'm worth. I'm OG King Kirk. Brooklyn Nets gaming crew legend. Let's work. Hey, this is OG King Kirk, your host of the OG Two Cents podcast. I want to thank each and every one of you who continue to tune in each and every week. Uh, although I took a long break uh, due to the season, but we're back. And um, I just want to be thankful for everybody that tunes in uh, to the podcast. Um, make sure uh, that you. Uh, go to all major streaming platforms and subscribe to the, the podcast. Uh, give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts. That helps us out a lot. Uh, you can also catch the podcast on Apple, uh, on, on iTunes, uh, Spotify, iHeartRadio. Uh, like I said, just every uh, major streaming platform, uh, check it out. Uh, make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel as well. Uh, give us a like. Uh, share it. Uh, we definitely appreciate it. Uh, this episode is brought to you by Zenny Blocks. Make sure to armor your eyes with Zenny Blocks virtually clear blue blockers. It's important to protect your eyes from the harmful blue light from your digital screens so you'll have less eye strain and that makes for better sleep and performance. Check them out at zenny.com slash gaming or follow them at Zenny Gaming on Twitter and Instagram. This episode, episode 84, Life After the 2K League uh, with Deeds. Uh, Deeds, better known, uh, DeMar, DeMar Butler, a.k.a. Deeds, is a former professional NBA 2K League player from Spotsylvania, Virginia. In the 2K League's first ever season back in 2018, he was taken with the 37 pick overall by Jazz Gaming. He would play in Utah for two seasons before going unretained, headed into the 2020 draft. With back-to-back selections in the third round, he checked Gaming would use one of them, one of those picks for deeds, ultimately making Miami his new home for two more seasons. Deeds is now officially retired from the NBA 2K League, but he'll always be remembered for being one of the OGs of the community. His proudness and flexibility on the court is a testament to the hard work he put in and clearly explains how he carved out a four-year career. One of the proudest moments was when he received a medal from the Navy of four years of service. He's an avid fan of the Boston Celtics and Baltimore Ravens. Uh, this guy has been in the community 
uh, from day one, uh, going all the way back before it, it was even pro-am. Uh, somebody that I became fond of, uh, and just a real big fan of. I actually left the league and, you know, is back home taking care of his boys and his family and his wife, man. But I'm just excited to have him on the show. So without further ado, Deeds, how you doing today? Doing good. Doing real good, you know, getting getting back acclimated to the normal life. <laughs> the normal life. Uh, you know, had a, had a, a good career. Uh, you called it quits earlier this year. Uh, just, um, you know, talk about what went into that decision and let us, you know, just let us into your, you know, life as much as possible about what you've been doing uh, since you've been away from the sticks. Uh, what led into the decision was kind of just like, you know, just seeing the writing on the wall. Um, you know, I was grinding the game like every night, you know, even in the morning, you know, getting up at like six in the morning, all that stuff. And then like, I'm just seeing, like, I'm seeing, uh, like, you know, the community doing like little lists and stuff. They got me at power forward. I'm like, I ain't played power forward all year. Like I've been on a lot, you know what I'm saying? And, um, it's interesting. Cause I, I had talked to shots about it. I'm like, man, I, I might just hang it up, bro. Like, he's like, nah, nah, just fight through it. Just fight through it. You at the end, blase, blase. So, um, what really did it for me was when we got to Vegas, right? We got to Vegas. Uh, I think I had like a, a little good performance in Vegas. We didn't go too far. We played no tolerance in the first round or whatever. But um, after that, I can't remember what gym it was, but um, they was like, you still going for the lead? And when they said, I was like, nah, I've been grinding this game all year since it dropped. And you asked me if I'm going for the league. That's crazy. So like to me, so like right after that, I hit up Famous. I was like, Hey, famous man, what's the word, man? Should I, like, is there any buzz? He was like, man, ain't nobody really talking about you, bro. And I was like, yeah, I kind of figured that. So when I didn't get drafted, you know, it was it, like, I already seen it coming. You know what I mean? But what got me was <laughs> somebody said this. I don't want to say their name. They was like, if you was younger and newer to the community and grinded the same way you did, you probably would have went first round, but you definitely would have got drafted. And I was just like, I was just sitting there stunned. I'm like, wow. Like, so that's, I mean, hey, then it is what it is. You know what I mean? Like, I'll hang it up. <laughs> <laughs> now, you know, like, what? so what have you been doing since then? Uh, just, you know, just, I took on an interest into, like, uh, investing and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I've really been, like, looking into that, studying that, like, financial literacy and all that other stuff. But, um, you know, just a normal joint, you know, I, 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 um, I had talked to Compete. And he put me on to the Uber joint. He was like, man, look, this don't he's like, don't worry about what nobody say, man. It's good money in it. So I tried, I was like, damn, like it really is good money in this joint. You know what I'm saying? Like I can take care of everything doing this and still be able to come home early, you know, spend time with my kids and my family and stuff. Like, so that's what I've been doing, to be honest with you. No, nah, that's what's up. I mean, and you know, letting people know that. I mean, because a lot of people like, you know, we fear what we don't know sometimes. And and even yeah. though we still fear what we do know half the time but i'm glad you said it because like personally i don't know like i see i mean obviously i'm in new york i see tons of people doing it daily so it's like mm -hmm. if it wasn't nothing in it like people wouldn't <laughs> be doing it so right <laughs> so nah it, it makes perfect sense um it, it's interesting and i guess since you mentioned it uh i plan on getting to it later but um since you you know you mentioned about what was said uh, give me your thoughts, man. Cause like you, you know, 
you one of the few guys who carry the OG name just like I do. And it, and it actually means something because you, you from back first generation is what I call it. And yeah. I want you to speak on just, you know, the community then and the community now. Man, when you talk about a, a tale of two tapes, man, like this is a whole, whole different world. Like, you know, the, the community back then, man, it was like people gave respect off of what you have done. You know what I'm saying? Like, and they, and, and, and the thing was, back then the leaderboards meant something. You know what I'm saying? So if you was on the leaderboards, couldn't nobody talk really crazy to you. You know what I'm saying? Again, like, oh, well, you did this back then and you did, like, no, nah, if you was number one on the leaderboards, you're the number one team on the game. And can't nobody dispute that. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, now that, now that, you know, all it is is just leagues and stuff, it's kind of like people don't even take the game serious. All people want to do is play playoffs, tournaments, and stuff like that. You get what I'm saying? So back then, you're playing the game every night, playing against the top teams, right? And you getting your credentials up. You know, you get your rep up. Now, for example, I could just go play with, I don't know who's top right now, I guess. I could go play with stamina, right? We're not going to take regular season series. But playoffs, we're going to win everything. Now I got a big name, and I haven't really done it. You get what I'm saying? No, but you couldn't now. get away with that back in the day. Because you're playing against the top teams every night and everybody knows who's good. You know what I'm saying? So for me, man, I don't know. I think it's just a respect thing, man. Like I, I respect all the OGs, man. Like for me, like when I see people just talk crazy about JT, it's like, like for example, JT, I'm like, damn, so I'm like, y'all didn't see this, man. Like, you know what I mean? Like JT now is not the JT that I, you know, I played against. You know what I'm saying? The whole, the whole uh landscape has changed, but it's like people don't care about that no more. Like, it's like your, your, your slate got wiped clean. You know what I mean? So, I mean, the young dude's taking over now, and, I mean, that's just what it is. And, like, I feel like that's what happened to me. I feel like I got mellowed. Like, after I heard the, oh, if you was younger, you would I'm like, so you're telling me I can still play at a high level, but because of my age, I can't I can't get drafted. It's, you know, that's crazy. So. Yeah, it's, 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 um, it's funny to hear that because even if you even – I like, of course, everything has its own truth, depending on whose mouth is coming out of and right. who's and actually who's listening. You know, the, when I think about it and I hear it, it's like if you look at every team that's, that's, that's successful this season, this this season, because mm -hmm. this season is a lot different. I, I said this is one of the first seasons where rookies really is like rookies. Like they, like yeah. they didn't come up in in <laughs> – you know, there was nowhere around in 2015, 16, 17, 18. Like, these are, like, really, like, rookies, like, if we if we put it in that. Um, not saying that some of them are not successful or anything like that, but we truly have rookies now. But if you look at the success of each and every team, it's a veteran on, it's a veteran it's, on it's the roster. Like, I, I mean, I think it's veterans. Like, I – like – when I'm looking at the Ross, like you look at the top teams, you got who the Wolves, you got the Warriors, you got the Wizards, you got uh who else is up there other than well Genji, who on Genji saying? You got, they got some. They got some. You got you got. I mean, you got that's a, that's a vet. You know, right. that's a vet right there. You know, um, yeah, but I, I I see your point though. I see because like we all knew that at some point it was going to get to where the league was hard to get in, but at the same time we're getting to the point where it's like rookies are really rookies. You get what I'm saying? Like vets, 
you you could call six thirty a rookie, but he was playing in the um what year yeah, was that the right? seventeen two fifty k? You get what I'm saying? So it's like, is he really a rookie? You get what nah, I mean? nah, nah. He actually <laughs> goes in. He goes into that arena. What I'm saying, he's almost like second generation, kind of borderline first generation. Like yeah. I mean, but he's still in that tier where he played against you know, all the top players in that first generation tier. So like you, like, yeah, he's not what I would call your traditional rookie. I mean, and, and like I said, it's not like some of the rookies, even from last year uh, and this year, not like they're lacking success or anything like that. The majority Mm -hmm. of them are struggling here and there. You got a very few, very short few. Uh, Like, you know, you look at Gallo, that, mm-hmm. that that's playing really well, but uh, man, he's had some mo- some some struggle moments too, um, mm-hmm. and and that's a rookie backcourt when you're talking about him and DJ, um, right? You know, but outside of that, I mean, it really, I think yeah, um, you know, JT had mentioned, um, I actually had him on the episode before before this one, and um, and he's I think he said on the broadcast too, like he felt like you know, hands down at the moment, Gallo is probably rookie of the year. I mean, because of the way he has performed, I mean, if you really look at the other rookies that are in winning situations, they're they're not primarily the catalyst. Right. So, why, you know, to the team success. So, it, I mean, it, it, I think it's slim. I think, you know, the veterans are still needed and necessary. Obviously, um, situation and fit, it matters. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. um, of course, I hear a lot of different takes from vets. Uh, and, and the younger players, I mean, it's a, it's a lot of clash here and there, um, which is, I don't, I feel like in the nature of it all, it shouldn't be. I mean, I think from a competition standpoint, you know how that goes, but you, you, you need some vets, like from the mentality, uh, from the day to day. Um, I even had some of the rookies that I've had is like, you know, getting acclimated to the pro lifestyle is, is far different than what they thought coming in. I mean, right. and it affects everybody different. I mean, and a matter of fact, while I'm talking about that, you know, t- I want you to, you know, for a lot of people know who you are, but just uh, just a quick tidbit, like walk us through your career and like what what it was like when you made it to the league and how everything was probably different than what, what you thought it was going to be. All right. Well, first off, the, the, the first draft, um, it was once you got the letter that you was in, you know, Everybody knew they was getting drafted. So in a sense, we didn't really get the same excitement as the rest of the draft classes. You know what I'm saying? Like we didn't have to go through the, the whole draft process in a sense. You know what I'm saying? So for me in season one, I was trying to be strategic. Like I'm like, all right, I made it in as a power forward. So I'm trying to get with one of the top point guards. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like that's how I look. I'm like, I'm trying to go to, to Dimes, Fab, Compete, um, uh, hood back in, you know, I'm pretty sure the new dudes don't even know who Hood is. Like, that's how. Hey, and you know what? I want to say this. Um, <laughs> I actually talked to him recently. Um, I'm, you know, I'm one of the few guys who probably still keep in touch with a lot of different guys uh, that's mm-hmm. been in the community, been in the league, because I felt like a lot of you guys are responsible for me being where I'm at. Like, I mean, right. and, you know, it's a, it was a I, what I like to call a 50-50 partnership and us having the league and y'all playing in the league. Uh, helped us all. So, I mean, I, you know, I reached out to him, you know, he's a father now. So I just was checking on him and the kid. And, and like, he was like, oh, gee, I really appreciate it, man. He said a lot of people don't really, you know, talk to me or, you know, hit me up or anything like that. He was like, but I, I appreciate it. I'm like, man, I, 
when I think about players, because most of the players have my number, you know, from back in the day. If I think about them, I, I at least shoot them a text. But mm-hmm. I go go ahead and continue, D. Well, well, to sidebar on that, you know, I try to keep in touch with a lot of people too, like whether texting them or, you know, anything, you know what I'm saying? Because, like, for me, the relationships that I gained in the league, like, that's second to none. You know what I'm saying? Like, I could go – and you could come in, you could be gone the next year. You know what I'm saying? But the people that you really build friendships and brotherhoods with, like, you won't have that for a lifetime. You know what I'm saying? So I try to keep in touch with, you know, at least the people that I consider, you know, real-life friends, you know. Even even if I see, like, a little situation of somebody tweeting some dumb stuff that I know the league is not going to appreciate, I'm like, yo, like, come on, dog, delete that. You know what I'm saying? Like, delete that. Let that go. You know what I mean? So I'm glad Hood doing good, man. I haven't talked to him. I haven't talked to him in a while, like, to be honest. But he comes from that generation I came from. You know what I'm saying? And he's and the thing for me is, like, why I took the OG standpoint is that when I got drafted, I was 28. A lot of these dudes, I was playing against Fab when he was, like, 14, <laughs> 15. <laughs> right. Like, when you think about that, that's crazy. You know what I'm it saying? Is. <laughs> so that's why I was like, yo, like I'm really the OG of this community. But on the same note that you just said, though, I appreciate what you and LT did for us too because MPBA was that was um that was 15 or 16. 15. That was 15. Like, yeah. that's when the wreck was really jumping, man. Like, and I, I swear, if if the league started back then, hey, this league would look completely different. Hey. That's like that's a conversation for another day. I know. I'm telling. I'm telling. Ta- you know what that. I, I promise you this. I'm going to have an episode where I get like you, JT, Hotshot, Rainbow, like get as many people as I can get on there and, and, and just chop it up. Like, I mean, because literally some people are never know the, the, the games popping off and you got two, 300 people standing around the court watching the game. While it's lagging. While you playing in the game, it's lagging. <laughs> right. Right. Uh, you know, or if you take it a step further with the three, two, one, go. Hey, hey, Matt, that, let's... That, for me, I ain't gonna lie, Kurt, for me, that was the best era, man. Because you never knew who you was gonna play. You never knew who you was gonna play. You couldn't duck people. Couldn't you, couldn't duck. Go, you, you couldn't just coast through the regular season. You never knew who you was gonna play. That, man, that, that era, like, it'll never get back to that because, you know, the whole private matchmaking thing, but like, man, I look back on that day, I'm like, man, that that's when 2K was at its funnest, man. Like, because you never knew who you was going to play. Like, and then once they did the tier joint, I think that was on, um was that on 17? But they did the tiers where you was, like, if you got the tier six, you was only playing tier six. Like, that was that was the life to me, man. That was the life to me. But um, what was the question you originally asked, though? Oh, we don't drift it off, man. We going down memory lane. <laughs> <laughs> Um, no, I just was basically uh, asking you, like, just, you know, walk us through your career, like, you know, from your from what you thought the league was going to be like to, you know, to what it actually was when you got in. You know, you already mentioned the key, the key points where it was the 102. So you didn't have to go through the, the interview process the same. You didn't prepare the same for the draft. You know, you was basically saying you was trying to be strategical about it. That was the last thing you left off. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I was trying to be strategic about it. I was trying to fall to, um, <clears throat> you know, one of the one of the best point guards at the time that, you know, that I felt like, you know, we could click. And, you know, because no matter what people think, back then I was considered one of the best players in the world. You get what I'm saying? Oh, so, yeah. like, so I look at it from a different standpoint. So I was trying to get matched up with somebody. I feel, like I said, Dimes, Fab, Pete. And, you know, Famous, I had an interview with Famous, and he was like, look, if you're in the second round, we taking you 100%. But – 
Majestic was falling. So I'm like, and and people that did, like it's crazy how the years have changed. So people would disrespect Majestic now, but back then Majestic was one of the best players oh, in the he world. Was, so, he was that guy. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So when I seen him falling, I'm like, hey, if he's there, because you know you couldn't draft point guard, point guard, whatever you had to draft out of position. I'm like, if Majestic is there, and hold on before I jump on that, Majestic messed up the uh the draft pool. Him, Kenny. And timely messed up the draft pool because they was not point guards. They were supposed to be small forwards and shooting guards, but whatever. So, <laughs> when I, so when I see Majestic fall, I'm like, Famous is not going to pass him up. Like, he got to take Because this is the, this is with the snake draft, right? So he's coming back. I'm like, they're going to take Majestic. They have to take Majestic. And sure enough, they took Majestic, right? So boom, third round, come back around. Um, people might not notice. The only reason I went to, um, to Utah was because of JT. JT told Compete, he told Compete to take me because Compete ain't know who to take or whatever. So he told Compete to take me, which me, I thought they should have took shots, but it is with it. So, um, <laughs> yeah, so boom, that's how that draft went. And then, like, you know, when we got to Utah or whatever, it was just, it was, it was surreal for me because outside of being in the military, I never been like really to no other state like more than a couple of days. You know what I'm saying? I've been to Florida before, you know, got family in Boston, Alabama, and stuff like that. But going to Utah and just seeing mountains and stuff like that. I'm like, man, what? What in the world? So, you know, that was a great experience, man. I got to, you know, experience that. And um, it was just different. Being inside of a, a, a NBA organization, you know, going inside the arena every day, seeing how they operate, man, that was different. I think people take that uh, a little for granted, you know? Like, because it's, it's really not what you think, man. Like, you, you be in them buildings, you be like, wow, like, this is, we really in the NBA. Like, that's the thing. That's another thing that the young kids don't realize. You're really in the NBA. You get paid by the NBA. Like, so try to develop some relationships in the NBA. You get what I'm saying? But um, yeah, that season one, man, I learned a lot, man. I learned, I learned a lot. Uh, I learned how to um be a little more patient. Um, and there's one thing. There's one thing I want to get that out there too. There's one thing that I do regret from season one was um uh we we was um we was five and two, right? And we went on a losing streak after the patch. And um, you remember 2K18 was the five-out era. And, you know, Compete yeah. was one of the best at doing it. I was yep. doing it or whatever. So, but Slaughter was having a good year at the five. And um, we went down to Miami for a boot camp or whatever. And they smoked us. We probably played like 22 games. And we won one. The only time we won was when we won four or five out. And um, uh, what happened? We didn't, we, but we didn't run the lineup though. We didn't run it because, uh, like me personally, I kind of felt like, you know, Slaughter didn't really want to come off his business, but I wish I would have kept that to myself because I can't remember who asked me. They was like, um, why y'all never ran five out? Y'all had compete. You ran it, blah, 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 blah. And without even thinking, I was just like, you know, Slaughter having a good year. So he don't want to come off it, you know, little ego trip. Didn't even think about it. You know, it just, you know, I didn't think it would carry as much as it did. Cause you know how this community works, man. You say one thing, it's, it's faster than the internet. So Slaughter going undrafted, I felt, I felt, I felt responsible for that. And I didn't, I didn't uh intend for that to happen. You know what I'm saying? So like I apologize to him today. Like I'm glad he got back and whatever, but I definitely wanted to get that out there. Like I felt, I felt uh I felt uh bad for that. You know what I'm saying? And um, you know, we still cool, we still cool, whatever, but he he has said some stuff that, you know, he'll reference like, ah, oh, that's why I was out the league. You know what I mean? But 
I just want to get that out there, man. Apologize to that man. But um, so yeah, I but I took that experience and you know, learned in the next three years. Cause there was other situations that came up like that. And I'm like, you know, I keep my mouth shut, you know, or try to talk to a person on the low, you know, stuff like that. And that's the stuff where the vets in the league, they probably, you know, help them with the young dudes. You know what I'm saying? Cause we've experienced different situations. You know what I'm saying? Whether it's getting into it with a teammate or maybe a GM or a coach or whatever, you know what I'm saying? You take those experiences, you learn from them. You know what I mean? And you try to let people know about it. But um, season one, I think that was just a failure, man. Like we, we uh started off five and two. Patch came. We never won a game since. Uh, season two, we started off hot again. We spawned two. Little uh situation happened at the turn that we we finished uh semis and situation happened. Team never bounced back. We ended up missing playoffs that year again, and uh it kind of obliterated the whole team. To be honest with you, you know <laughs> the comp was like, hey, we not going down this route no more. I'm, I'm picking the people I want to pick. And then we ride, you know what I'm saying? We get, <laughs> hey, we getting these up out of We get all y'all up out of Compete real. We did, yeah. But, um, hey, and it worked out for them. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and then season three and season four, people don't know, but see, after season two, me and my wife, we had lost the baby. So, kind of goes into what I'm about to say. Like, people don't understand, like, there's lives outside of 2K. You got people telling me, oh, you're not, you not dedicated to the game no more. Why you not? I'm like, dude, I just lost a whole baby. Like, can't even focus on this thing. You know what I'm saying? No, what so, about? Yeah, so for me, I felt like that's why I, you know, fell into the six-man role. Like, I think, what well, I don't know what round Miami took me. I think it was a third or whatever, but yeah, like, I just couldn't lock into the game like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, you still, I'm dealing with my stuff mentally, and I, hold, I got a whole wife dealing with her stuff mentally, too. You know what I mean? So, you know, I mean, it is what it is. And then um, season four, I think that's really when I had put all my vet stuff in the works. It just, you know, it was just a little too late because I think we started off like 0-7 or something like that. And then we bounced back, but I think it was just a little too late. But um, yeah, like I've, I've had an interesting career, man. Like I've had a lot of different situations. That's why I tell people like, hey, if you got any issue, come talk to me because nine times out of 10, I've been through it. And I can tell you how to, uh, you know, navigate through it or whatever. But yeah, that I, I like the way, I mean, I wish I could have, you know, at least made the playoffs, you know, but. It is what it is, you know. Not everybody going to do it anyway, so. Yeah, I think, um, and one of, you know, you mentioned a lot of great things. The one thing I think veterans can help the younger players most is 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 how to lose. Like, to, to yeah. know. I think that's the biggest thing in the 2K League for players that they all need to understand. I don't, I don't care if it's a first year, second year, third year. You You have to know how to lose. Like, One loss can ruin a team. Yeah, most yeah, most players do not, and and I and I've said this, and I'm putting this on, I'm putting this on 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 record now. I've been saying this, <laughs> I've been saying this privately, but, and I'm gonna make sure this probably gets clipped. But <laughs> you would think by the mindsets and attitudes of the players in the 2K League as a collective that you would have ten fucking gold medalists, <laughs> nine NCAA champions. You know what I'm saying? Like you would really think like it's a decorated, you know, community like of 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 a student student athletes, professional athletes, like because that nobody acts like they know how to lose. Like everybody acts like they they have been winning their entire life. Like and and it's and it's amazing to me. Like you know, I, I sometimes I just sit back and look like 
And sometimes, man, we talking about practice. Like we ain't even talking about the game. We talking about losing in practice. <laughs> and I mean, Cash was like one in the chamber, ready to ready to let it go. Like, and I'm like, man, what are we doing? Like practice. Hey, <laughs> Kurt, you are not lying, bro. <laughs> Hey, I swear it to you, like it was not lying, man. And, and I felt like, in part, the reason why I felt like this was a perfect time because, like, <laughs> talking to a mature player in person like yourself, like you know what I'm talking about, like, <laughs> and and it, and it may and it makes no sense, like at at all. I mean, I I spent more time probably being Doctor Phil <laughs> than, than than anything else. Like, I mean. And, and, and I don't regret none of it. Like, let, let's not get it twisted. I don't regret it, any of it. I, I love everything that this, that this career endures. Like I, I don't, I'm not, you know, I ain't ran from nothing. I ain't, I, and I don't dealt with the most, like, I mean, <laughs> the most of the most I'm lead, I'm leading the league in stats that I don't even want to lead the league. So, you know, it's, it's just funny sometimes. Um, and I and I and like I said, I think that's where those veteran players come in. I mean, just to throw a quick tidbit in here for st like Steve's is like a consummate pro. Like he like and he He's helps seen it all. Yeah, he yeah, he helps the younger guys. He know how to talk to people, like he know how to get his message across to any and everybody. Like, and you need those type of people. Now, obviously, they gotta be able to play and produce. Right. But you still need you need those type of people to be a good organization and a competitive organization that, and, 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 and I'm sure it's other players on other teams that provide that same type of stability, uh, that you need. You mentioned real quick about the military. A lot of people mm -hmm. may not know about your military background, but just tell us what, uh, branch you served in, you know, what was your rate and what, what did you do and what, and where all, uh, you know, where all, uh, did you see? All right. Well, my my military experience was is crazy, but um, e just even from the start to uh, after doing the MEPS joint. So when I joined, it was two thousand nine, I think it was when I signed up. I think it was two thousand nine, and um, that's when like every it seemed like everybody was trying to get in the military back then. I think it was like over. I think it was. I want to say it was um, it was overpopulated. To be honest with you, so after I passed the ASVAB. My recruiter was like, you know, you know, you go home or whatever, and they call you back with, with jobs that's available, blah, blah, blah. No, matter of fact, no, they don't. So after I took the ASVAB or whatever, yeah, I went to MEPS. You do go home. So I went to MEPS, boom, did all the physical and everything. So they come back, they're like, yeah, we don't we don't have a job available. I'm like, huh? I'm like, what do you mean you don't got a job available? They was like, yeah, we, we don't got no jobs available. I'm like, okay. Um, so my recruiter told me, he was like, look, do you want to um do you want to retake the ASVAB or do you just want to sit and wait for a job? So I don't know if they did it when you was in. If you failed the ASVAB, your previous score didn't count. You would have to do it again. I, that's how it was with you? No, I wasn't like that. Oh, well, I guess. Okay, so now say you get a, a, a 50, right, and you want to retake the ASVAB and you get a, a non-passing score. They don't take the 50 no more. They take your what's-the-name and you got to redo the test. So. I, so that's why I asked him, I was like, so if I, if I fail it, do I got to redo it? He was like, yeah. I'm like, well, then forget it. I'll sit and wait. Kurt, when I said I waited a whole year <laughs> for them to uh, call me back, <laughs> they called, he, 
I took that ASVAB, I think, in January of 2009. He didn't call me back until uh, December, December 2009. He was like, hey, something popped up. Do you want to take it? I'm like, what is it? He was like, cook. I was like, that's it? There ain't nothing else? He was like, hey, this is the first thing that popped up. You either take it or you, you got to wait longer. I was like, forget it. Because hey, I wasn't doing nothing. I was, um, I think I was cleaning, um, uh, uh, I think I was a janitor at an elementary school at my mom's job. Um, so I was like, hey, man, I'll take it. I'm out of here. So he was like, hey, well, you leaving in two weeks. I was like, damn, all right. So I ended up leaving in uh, January and um, boom, rest is history or whatever. But yeah, so I was a CS and I was in the Navy for four years. Um, to be honest, if if I would have had my first crew the whole time, I would have never even did the 2K League. I would have stayed in the military. And uh, people don't understand that. Like the people you work with, it, it, it's big. And it, and it and it, it 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 I use that in the 2K league, like you know what I'm saying, like trying to learn how to talk to people and stuff like that. If you don't, if nobody wants to be around you, how you gonna, you know, what kind of teammate are you? You know what I'm saying? So right. yeah, so my first crew, it was lit. We having all types of fun. I was like, man, I'm standing here 20 years, and then I got to experience the real Navy. <laughs> I got a chief. <laughs> I I got a chief that she had. She just made chief, so you know she oh, come in trying right. to impose was, her dominance. Yeah, she trying to impose her dominance. I'm like, oh my god! And back then, I ain't gonna lie, Kurt, I was a loose cannon. I was off the chain, so I wasn't trying to hit. I was like 20 back then, so I wasn't trying to hit nothing she had to say. So had to suffer those consequences. Then um, she left, and I didn't think it could get worse. I got somebody that literally did everything by the book, and to be in the military to have somebody like that, man, that your stress level go through the roof. <laughs> your, your stress level is at an all time high. So um, I was like, man, I'm done. I'm not doing this joint no more. You know what I mean? So boom, did that. Uh, once my four years was up, got out, um, worked at a Marine Mart. Then um, I got a job at Corrections. And then that's when the 2K League got announced. Uh, 2K League got announced in what was that? 2017, I think it was. 2017. Uh, six, it was six, I think it was 16 they announced it. Then 18 was the inaugural season. Yeah, so... Boom, went from corrections into the 2K league and, you know, here now. Um, well, before we, before we get to um, OG wants to know, I just want to ask you, like, have you been, uh, you know, how much of season season five have you been watching? Um, I've been watching it sparingly, and um, I wish they would. Like, I wanted to hit a BB about it, man, like, to see if they could start this, like, somehow start the season, like, after the finals, like, because, Really, once basketball ends, there's nothing like people don't. Really, I mean, I ain't gonna disrespect baseball, but that's the only thing that's on for real. And I was like, damn, like, because I was missing games because you know my team was my team was in the finals, and my team, you know, I'm a Celtics fan, so I'm watching them, and I'm like, I can't watch both. You know what I mean? Like, especially especially when we look at the road we went through, we went to two game sevens, and then in yeah. the finals, you know what I'm saying? So I'm not really catching the games, to be honest with you. But um, yeah, I was gonna hit a BD and be like, look, man, can you? Is there any way you can start the season? like right after the finals or something. And then like, you know, that little window of when 2K drop, you know, maybe like just compact that joint or something. I don't know. But for me, I think that would be the best thing because it's nothing really to watch until football. You know what I mean? So, um, but yeah, I've been watching a little bit though. I've been watching a little bit, supporting the support of my guys. You know what I mean? Just seeing what y'all been doing. And you know, I got to look at the teams that ain't drafting, you know. <laughs> y'all the only ones that's doing good. So, you know. <laughs> hey. Let me let me quick question for you. Um, 
you know who you who 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 you got winning it. Three v three and five v five in each, each uh, division. Who you got winning? Three v three. I'm not gonna lie. I have no clue. I I have no clue. I don't know who's good over there. To be honest with, you. I seen Day Fry one at point guard. So I'm like, okay. <laughs> I thought I thought this was for the park guys. Like I really thought this was for the park guys. I thought you know people like Killy and uh, who was Splash. I thought this was y'all era. You know, like this is y'all lane. But and they got a Day Fry one in the thing, So I don't know. Um, but five, five five. Um, it's hard to go against the wolves, man. It's it's hard, and um, it's just because of the continuity of that team. Like anybody that knows, TV Slaughter and Kai was winning everything post uh, pre draft. They literally winning everything. You know what I mean? So it's like, and then they won the tip off. So granted, they lost what the semis of the turn, but it's like you could tell that that team can make deep runs. You know what I mean? So um, pre preseason, I had the Wolves or the Warriors. Wolves, Warriors, or Jazz coming out the um that side. But now I kind of doing it down to just the the Warriors or the uh the Wolves out the West. And then you know the East, it's hard to go against um uh Day Fry, I know. And Philly, I have I had Philly, the Wizards, and um who else was it? I don't know, but now it's kind of looking like Philly, though. I think Philly, them winning that turn, I think they're gonna get some momentum off of that. And then you know, the whole debacle of that trade, you know, now Yusuf got a chip on the shoulder, so you know that might be you know some inspiration right there. So I don't know. No, without a doubt. Uh, real quick before we get out of here, um, at this point of the show, is OG wants to know, uh, mm-hmm. answer these questions, you know, open honestly and as quick as possible. Okay. Biggest influence? Uh, right now, it'd be my mother. Uh, what motivates you? My kids. Okay. Um, best part of being a dad? Man, what's not the best part? Like, you, and we, you, hey, okay, best part of being a dad is not being in the 2K league because I could be home and, you know, you know, <laughs> be with my boys. <laughs> got, got you. Best advice you ever received? Um, just um, damn, I had it too. Just uh, do your best at everything you do and live with the outcome. So there's no regrets. Most memorable, memorable two K league moment. Coming back on the T Wolves in season two at the turn down seventeen. Okay. Uh, favorite favorite video game of all time. SoCom uh, Combined Assault. It was on PS2. Okay. Favorite favorite teammate you ever played with. Compete. Okay. Uh, favorite two K of all time. 17. Uh, favorite NBA player of all time? Vince Carter. Okay. And favorite 2K League coach you played for? Ooh! <laughs> um, oh, well, shoot. I only got one year with comp, so I, I go with famous. I go with famous. Okay, mm-hmm. man. If uh, um, you got any any uh last words you want to leave us with, man, I, w- I just want to say thank you for coming on. Appreciate your time. I uh, really enjoyed it. We gonna we gonna do it again. Um, <laughs> so you know, just uh, just know that. But um, you know, just uh, you can leave everybody. Let them know your socials. If anything, if you uh, want to get some more followers, or um, I can see you being around doing something maybe later or whatever within the two K league or within the community. But um, any last words you got? Any last words, man? I, th- this is for the um the people in the league right now. 
Invest your money wisely. Save your money. Don't go out buying shoes and Uber Eats and all that other shit. Get some groceries. You'll come out cheaper. Invest your money, man. I'm telling you, like, because once you're out here back in the real world, you know, you're going to be like, damn, I wish I would have did this, did this, this, this. You know, don't leave that thing. Don't leave the league with no regrets. Use it as a stepping stone. Invest your money wisely. And, you know, make life easier for you after 2K. Like, everybody think they're going to be in 2K forever. It's not going to be forever. So set yourself up. But, um, yeah, that's all I got to say for Ma, I appreciate you, Deeds. Uh, uh, take it easy, man. Tell tell the boys OG said what's up. And um, like I said, we're going to have to do this again. Oh, yeah, for sure. Hey, for sure. Hey, and I'm going I'm to hit up famous to him be like, hey, we need to do like a heat round table because uh, <laughs> Bear, who was it? Bear Slaughter uh, TV called me and was like, hey, what was worse, season one or season three? So we was having a debate on that. <laughs> well, bet, we man. I'm a, hey, we. I might, I might have to get with him. We have to link up and do it. Um, <laughs> but I'll talk with you. Oh, yeah, no problem, man. All right. Thanks for having me, bro. No doubt. And I want to thank each and every one of you who listened to this episode or watched it on YouTube. I'm uh, very thankful for that. Um, also, make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel as well. Uh, also, you know, go subscribe to on all major streaming platforms. Make sure you follow the OG Two Cents Podcast on social media uh, at OG Two Cents Podcast on Twitter and IG and Facebook. Um, also, follow me, OG King Kurt, on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. You can go to www.ogkingkurt.com for everything uh, with OG King Kurt and the podcast. Um, drink control. Uh, make sure uh, you lock in with that. Uh, drink control contains all you could ask for from a powdered meal replacement shake. Not only the stuff that you've heard or heard of like proteins, healthy carbohydrates, fiber, and healthy fats, but even the things you might not normally pay attention to. Over five grams of naturally occurring BCAs, AAs, 22 plus vitamins and minerals, uh, prebiotic fiber to promote healthy gut bacteria, MCTs to support appetite control and satiation, and finally, digestive enzymes to support healthy digestion. But the most important thing is the taste. It tastes like the bottom of a cereal bowl. So go to drinkcontrol.com and use the code OG King Kurt for discounts on their products. They now have not only meal replacement shakes, but they have meal to go bars and they taste very good. They have chocolate chip cookie dough and magic charm. So make sure you check it out. And that's drinkcontrol.com and use the code OG King Kurt for discounts on their products. Shout out to my team, uh, Strider Visuals, Box Graphics and Matrix uh, for help making the podcast what it is today. Uh, definitely couldn't do it without those guys. Uh, make sure you check me out on Esports Extra every Saturday and Sunday and BNC Go. Uh, that's 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time every Saturday and Sunday. And that's with host Larry Ridley, the crew, Coach K, producer extraordinaire, Durban Royale, 
Andrea Richmond, a.k.a. Bordy McBoard, Brandon Bell, Jay Alford, and Antonio Williams. Um, like I said, Esports Extra every Saturday and Sunday, 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on BNC Go. And follow Esports Extra on Twitter uh, at Esports Extra and on IG as well. Uh, you can go to skulls.com slash OG King Kurt and pick up your OG King Kurt and the OG Two Cents podcast apparel. Uh, that's t-shirts, hoodies, coffee mugs, uh, anything uh, you almost want is there. Uh, phone covers, everything, you name it. Uh, so just make sure you stop by skulls.com. That's skulls, S-K-U-L-L-Z dot com slash OG King Kurt. Make sure you tune in to next week's episode. And remember, if it makes sense, it's an OG two cents. OG out. Put this work in, fellas. And much, much, much love to the entire 2K community for always showing me love. Without y'all, we wouldn't be here. Yeah.